Hello and welcome to the iPath Podcast, where I reveal the secrets, identities, and processes of auto damage appraisers, adjusters, and companies. Whether you are currently working in the industry or interested in what it takes, thank you, the listener, for being here. I am your host, Chris Stanley. This is episode 24 and 24. I'm excited about. We're going to be discussing something that's at the very core of what the IA path is all about. If you don't know, the IA path is all about auto adjuster placement and training. And so today's topic is how to become an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. This is back to the very beginning. We've glanced around this topic. We've talked about specifics of the job. We've talked about how to do certain parts of the job, but we've never gone through how to become an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. And that's what we're going to do today. This is a question that is asked over and over by people who want to know how to enter the industry And we're going to go over it and dive in today and give you some real answers to that question of how you become an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. But before I reveal that, today's episode is brought to you by Badger Mapping. Badger Mapping is the very best mapping software I have found for auto damage appraisers and adjusters. Badger Mapping has an amazing route optimization that now handles my least favorite part of the job. All I do is put the claims I have in and Badger Mapping tells me who to call and when to inspect them. It puts them in the order of who to call and when to inspect them. With notes, names, and custom fields, Badger Mapping is not only a mapping software, it's truly a management system for you and all your companies that you're working for. One place to keep all your claims and keep you organized and focused on what you need to do next. Typically, Badger Mapping offers a great two-week trial, but the even better news is Badger Mapping is offering an exclusive bonus for IA Path listeners. Get two free months Two free months of Badger Mapping for being an IA Path listener. Two free months. All you have to do is go to iapath.com slash Badger Mapping. Sign up for the free trial there and follow the instructions on that screen, the iapath.com slash Badger Mapping screen, to earn the two free months. Thank you, Badger Mapping, for your support of the IA Path. And listener, if you've been interested in, in uh, Badger Mapping and you haven't jumped on it, and you're doing claims, you need to go get Badger Mapping right now. You have two free months, two free months to decide if it's right for you. That's just crazy. Thank you, Badger Mapping. All right, so on to the main topic. How to become an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. And this first answer might seem trivial. It might even seem elementary, but it really is important to decide. You must decide if auto damage appraising or adjusting is right for you. And we throw throw around the term, especially me, loosely, appraiser or adjuster. Really, the only difference is, is it's a different license, but an adjuster can write checks and appraiser cannot. They both can write estimates and they both work for insurance companies, whether directly or indirectly. Uh, but one writes checks and the other just writes estimates. Okay, that's basically the difference. But you got to decide if that career path, whether part time, full time, is right for you. So a lot of times, the, the first question out of people's mouth is, well, how much can I make? 
you know, we covered that in one episode briefly, but it comes into this, it factors into the, the deciding factor is the pay. It actually went up $1,000 on average this year over last year. It's now up over $63,000 a year on average across the nation. That's between body shop estimators, uh, field estimators, and adjusters. So you got to clump everybody who writes auto damage estimates together and get an average, and it's $63,000. That is very good money. And especially because you don't necessarily have to have a college degree to get this. This is a great industry to be in as a career. And even if you're trying to get out of debt or you want to work something part-time, you can make two to $3,000 a month working two to three days a week. I know because I've done it. Done it, done it, done it. All right? And you don't even have to work it part-time or full-time. You could do it, as we've talked about before, as a gig job. So just like Uber... You could work a job like this, tell a company that you just want to write estimates when there's a claim in this city, and you get it either after work or on the weekends. You set up an appointment with the owner, but it's in a very small area, and it's only at your convenience. You don't make as much money, but you could do that. So that is an option. And so the pay ranges from $63,000 a year as a full-time adjuster whether it's working for a company or an independent, and I have done that, it does equal out to be about that much. Or it could be two to three thousand dollars a month working part time, all the way down to twenty to eighty dollars a claim doing the gig. So those are your three kind of varying options there, and that gives you an idea of what the potential is. And the good news is you don't have to decide right now if you want this to be your career. You could step into it as a gig. You could then step it up to be a, a a side job or maybe you want to get out of debt so instead of delivering pizzas you do this on the side and then eventually decide you want that to be your full career you don't have to decide today you just have to decide if you want to pursue it so that's the pay then there's the career options if you do pursue this as a career or you do pursue this part-time and it's a skill you acquire and now goes into your resume what options will could this unlock for you you could go work at a body shop as an estimator eventually a manager um, as a customer service representative, even at the front, uh, you could work for an insurance company. You could have a career as an independent adjuster or appraiser, whether auto or property. This opens those doors. You could have a catastrophe uh, in your future. You could decide that you want to chase storms, whether it be hail, hurricane, tornado, whatever the case may be, you could do that. You could work for a PDR company or become a crop adjuster. Once you get experience in the area of com- completing claims, writing estimates, no matter what it's on, that is a skill. Being able to work with people, work through that. So once you have that experience, you've proven you can handle the job, you can walk through and complete a job, that speaks volumes to companies. So it this becoming an auto damage appraiser or adjuster, I'm particularly talking about as an independent, is a great entry-level position. It's a, not a lot of commitment. You can kind of tip your, dip your toe in the water and see what you think about it. So, so that is kind of the career options that could be in front of you and many more above that. But that's just a quick list. So some of the pros and cons are like I like to call them the perks and the cons. Um, my favorite things are I love that it's my own car. I get to be the king of my own car, the king of my own domain, and listen to music. And so you need to decide if driving a lot is right for you. When you are working this job, you drive usually a lot. 
okay? It could be four hours in a car a day. It could be two hours. could be six hours. just depends on your coverage area and how many claims you have for the day. But if you don't like driving, if that stresses you out and doesn't relax you, if you don't like listening to audiobooks by Audible, visit iapath.com slash Audible if you want a free trial of that. But if you don't like those things, then don't become an auto damage appraiser or adjuster because you will be set up for failure because you won't enjoy the job. Maybe you'd be better as an inside adjuster, and that's a whole different uh, path to get there, but you could get there starting this way, but if you don't like it, don't do it. It's just not worth it. And you got to kind of like people. You're going to be interacting one-on-one with people. You're going to be put in situations, sometimes confrontational, sometimes awkward, where you have to be able to have the people skills to have a good conversation and leave the owner feeling like, or the insurance company feeling like you care. If you don't like conversations with people, if you don't like one-on-one face-to-face conversations, if you want to hide behind a computer and not talk to anybody, this is not your job. So these are things to consider. So you're also your own boss. Okay, this is good and this is bad. So some of the bad reasons behind being your own boss, basically running your own company as a 1099 contractor, is the taxes. It is not automatically taken out for you. You have to report all this to the IRS. You have to set aside the money. That that can be hard for people, including myself. Feast or famine. There's valleys in this job. Right now, we're in a valley in this industry. January and February and even sometimes March are really slow months for auto damage appraisers and adjusters, typically. Now, if you're in a very uh, snow-prone area, you might get a lot of claims that way. But overall, as an industry, January and February are really slow. So you need to be able to plan for that and have the financial wherewithal and ability to kind of go through some valleys, be able to work a lot of different companies to balance that. So those are some things to consider. Those are some of the cons to being your own boss and running your own company. But like I said before, you it's your own car, your own domain. So one of the best things about it being your own company is it's your car, your music, your rules, your Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. Trust me, I did it every morning for so many years. Uh, it's your schedule. If you want to drop your daughter off at school at 8.30 a.m. every morning and be available for the first inspection at 9.30 or 10, you are in control of that. Nobody's setting up your schedule. Nobody's dictating what time you have to leave. And depending if you're a self-motivator or not, that's hard or that's great. So these are things to consider. So you got the pay, you got those career options, and you got those perks and the cons. Now, if you're hearing all this and you're going, yeah, I kind of I like the sound of this. This is, this is something I might be interested in, Chris. So what would be my next step? I'm deciding I want to pursue this. Well, the next step is number two. You got to get a license, okay? You can't come in and just write estimates for insurance companies without a license unless you live in one of these states. And if you live in one of these states, as I have, it makes things a lot easier. If you live in Colorado, District of Columbia, which is D.C. people, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Maryland, Missouri, Nebraska, New Jersey, North Dakota, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Tennessee, Virginia, or Wisconsin. If you live in any one of those states, they do not have a required adjuster's license. You could start writing in a license tomorrow, okay, without a license tomorrow. You could write claims. So... Those states, if you live in one of those states and you just want to do local claims, you got nothing to worry about. You're done. You, you just got to start learning the job now, okay? Um, it, but for those who don't 
live in those states, you might have to get an adjuster's license or at least an appraiser's license. An appraiser's license is usually easier to pass the test. There's a huge test behind an adjuster's license. And it's usually easier to pass an appraiser's license. And sometimes they just want money. So here are some states that I know have appraiser's license. And this is not a complete list. But Connecticut, Delaware, Massachusetts. Oh, man. I'm sorry if you live in Massachusetts. They have monster requirements. New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, or Vermont. I've gotten South Carolina's appraiser's license. It was not too bad. But you did have to understand the job and understand vehicles enough to pass a test. So you do need to get some experience and some learning some way, somehow. There's online courses at adjusterpro.com that help you pass these tests, okay? So I don't have anything to do with that. You don't want me trying to teach you about policies, okay? I That's not what I specialize in. And so if you need to learn that, go to adjusterpro.com and check out their courses. But if you do need to get a license, you need to just use Adjuster Pro. Go online, click on your state. It'll tell you all the requirements of what you have to do. But typically, most states, when getting a adjuster's license, they will require fingerprints, a background check, course and test completion, 40-hour course generally, and you got to pass a test. And then they require form and payment. Expect that your adjuster's license will cost around $500. So go into that knowing, I need 500 bucks to get started in a license at least. you you got to expect that, $500. And you got to complete 40 hours of online or classroom studying normally. So, great. Now what, Chris? I've got a license and nobody is returning my resume. Yeah, yeah. that that was the easy part, okay? Yeah, we think the test is the hardest part. No, it's the most annoying part and sometimes the most useless part uh, as far as auto damage appraising is concerned or auto damage adjusting. For the most part, you don't use what you learn in the exam classroom or on the exam test. But now you got to get work. This is when you actually have to be a salesman of yourself. This is when you have to get companies to take a chance on you because you are new. And a lot of companies say they want two to three years of experience before they'll take you. I'm here to tell you that's not always true. There are companies that will take you, and I'll give you a list here. And there are companies that They just want to know that you know how to do the job. I got on with these companies well before the guidelines that they dictate that they wanted because I already knew what I was doing. I was working full-time for another nationwide company, and I proved to them quickly I knew what I was talking about and knew how to do the job, and I knew how to provide customer service. But if you're getting started, here are some that you could go and start with even before you have an appraiser's license. Here's two. We go look. All one word, we go look, and on source. These two are the Uber of vehicle inspections. You just take photos and write some notes, set up appointments with owners. It's a good test way for you to get started. There's not a whole lot of work, at least in the areas I've been in, because I've only seen two looks, as I call them, come in, but I'm not in a high traffic area. So, we go look and on source are great places to start whether you have a license or not. If you're looking for two independent appraisal companies, which is what they're called, if you're looking for two independent appraisal companies that will give you a shot, even though you're new, uh, I would reach out to SCA Appraisals. Some people are booing me right now, and that's okay. SCA Appraisals has been around a long time, and they have given a lot of adjusters a start when no one else would. Now, they do have very high turnover, so therefore they have 
very inexperienced adjusters normally working for them, which is what gives them a bad reputation. So by them giving you a chance, they're actually potentially damaging their name. But they are the biggest appraisal company, I believe, in the nation, and they're one of the most well-known, not necessarily in a good way, but they don't pay as much either. So a lot of appraisers move on quickly from them, so that is why there's such a high turnover rate. But they will give you a shot, and especially if you know a little bit about what's going on, they're, they're going to help you. And they got me through a, a really low valley in my life. And so I do have a soft spot a little bit for them than most people. They treated me well, and I made money with them. And so, But you just got to know that a lot of people don't like it when you work for SCA. Uh, but then the fourth one, this is a company I worked for, I was a manager for, file review for, did a lot of different things for them. They gave me my start all those years ago. And it's the Doan Group. They're a nationwide appraisal company who, um, based out of Georgia, and they do some franchising, but they're a nationwide company. Give them a call. Let them know you heard about them on the IA Path. They'll probably be a little more uh, receiving of you that way. But, yeah, the Doan Group, they, they can give you a shot. But listen, here's the deal. When you call these companies and you ask for work, realize you're asking for their trust. If you betray that trust, if you don't handle these claims in a way that's going to make them look good, you're going to get you're going to get cut off really quick. So what I recommend is I recommend one, you get some experience some way somehow with WegoLook on source or you you take the learn to be an IA course uh, through IA path, uh, something to where you are exposed to the processes behind this that you understand going in how to do the job. And then maybe listen to all the podcasts and pick some stuff up. But when you give, they give you a shot, treat it like gold because this is your opportunity. This is your resume. You don't need a resume if you know how to do the job or can figure out how to work through the first few claims. So treat it that way. Treat it with respect. Treat them with respect. Treat the owners and the insurance companies. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, but but treat it right, okay? And if they're really giving you a hard time, I've done this before, is offer to do the first three for free. If at the end of the first three you're unhappy with my service, they're completely free on me. How about that? And if you like what you saw and you're happy and you want me to keep doing claims, then you pay me for them. And so that's a way that uh, a deal that probably a lot of people would have a hard time walking away from. It's a guarantee that you're willing to put your neck on the line so therefore they're putting their neck on the line and you understand that and you're willing to reciprocate. All right. And so great. Now you've got a company. Now you got to complete the work. And there's a few different phases to this work we're going to go over and understanding each one of these phases and what it entails. It can be important to making sure you reach the finish line successfully and do it over and over and over and over again. So this is all entails to how to become an auto damage appraiser. You got to get the work and then you got to successfully complete the work so the first phase is the assignment you got to receive an assignment from the Doan group or SCA or we go look you receive the assignment you got to make the call so that's the second phase is you make the call to the owner to set up an appointment then you have the inspection where you actually physically go look at the car and you take damage notes you take photos you write a uh, note about what the uh, conversation with the owner was like then you have the estimate where you got to write it up in an estimating system. So that's something you might have to obtain if the company you're working for doesn't have an estimating system for you is an estimating software. 
then you got to upload. So you take your estimate, your photos, your notes, and you upload all that to back to the appraisal company that sends you the assignment. And then that's where you get your initial paycheck. That as long as you did it well, and they don't t- take you up on your three free ones, right? But that's where you get your first paycheck is 30 60 sometimes uh, days later they're going to send you a check for that claim you completed so that's another thing to factor into your decision do you want to wait on a pay scale because you're a 1099 contractor you're paid out a little bit after um you complete the claim sometimes 30 or 60 days so but after that you get your initial paycheck then the vehicle goes to a shop and all the items you missed not just because you're new but because it happens to all of us all the items you missed or when they took the vehicle apart, there was more damage. You have to go reinspect it, and that's called a supplement. The insurance company is wanting – or the body shop is wanting supplemental payment from the insurance company for the additional items that were missed. So you got to go out and reinspect, and those are kind of those phases that you got to walk through, and you got to learn to complete well to actually be an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. You have to complete the work. Okay, And once you've learned this process, you will have earned a paycheck. And once you master the process, you will be an auto damage appraiser or adjuster. And now, guys, there is a lot here. This is a job. This is a career. This is something you have to learn to understand the nuances of this job, to understand the steps broken down. It's okay to need help. There's free help all over the place online, my email, chris at iapath.com. And if you want a more structured way, that's why I created the Learn to Be an IA course. Not only do I cover what I quickly went through today, but I dive deep into all of this. I have more companies for you to call. I have steps for each and every phase of the job. So there's eight modules and over those eight modules i had six hours of video of how to do the job i have over 50 texts uh that are for quick reference like oh man i forgot how do i do this you just jump in you look at it real quick and i tell you how to do it i have templates audio and q a forums along with a linkedin group for helping you out this learn to be an ia course is designed to be your step-by-step guide I don't know if you can find help like that anywhere else, but if you're serious about becoming an auto damage appraiser or adjuster, if you like the concept about what you heard today about how to become, if you're willing to go through those steps, this course could be your complete guide and make it so much easier. I had a mentor, and apart from being a mentor, this is the next best thing. (laughs) Ha! But I got a special going on right now. The launch price is at $275 for the online course. And it's only going to be open for the next 14 days. So once this is complete, I don't know when I'm going to reopen it. But for the first 10 people that do sign up, you do get the next best thing, the full thing. You get mentorship with me completely free. The first 10 people to buy get free mentorship. This is going to be weekly calls estimate assistance i can jump on live with you using the live genic uh platform if you don't know what that is you should probably check it out it's pretty cool but it's a it's a video streaming and collaboration to where i could be right there with you with the car you get that type of assistance from me completely free for being one of the first 10 slots 275 dollars if you're interested 
go to iapath.com. If you want to be an auto damage appraiser, whether you take the course, whether you email me or not, whether you listen to this podcast again or not, I would encourage you to keep taking the steps to fulfill that goal of yours. So act quickly and secure the mentorship if you need it. If not, keep taking those steps. Visit iapath.com to sign up right now. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Chris Stanley. And if you have any questions, if I went through something too fast and you want answers, whether it be about the course or a step or obtaining a license, email me, chris at iapath.com. And until the next episode, keep walking your path. This is the iPad Podcast.